This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, fuck what you heard. We do a spoiler-free review of Harriet Tubman, talk about internet propaganda, critical thinking, diaspora wars, Russian bots, and mad other shit. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Ready to do this? Yep. Ready to do this show? Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do it. We have a sponsor on this Oh episode. my goodness. That's exciting. I like when we have sponsors. <laughs> I do too. This week's episode of Tea with Queen and Jay is sponsored by FemAfric.com. FemAfric is a hair extension company offering handmade, lightweight, reusable crochet twists. Yes, hair. All hair within the collection is meticulously crafted by women in Sierra Leone, West Africa. Femme Africa celebrates the art of hair braiding while promoting economic empowerment and solidarity, encouraging consumers throughout the diaspora to invest in women on the continent. So visit femafric.com to shop crochet twists in a variety of colors and lengths. Yes, tell them again. That's just scary. <laughs> That's femafric.com. Get your hair, y'all. Now let's get into the show. Hi. Hey. What's up? Nothing. What's up with you? Nothing much. Chilling. I had a great weekend. Now I have a headache, but it's cool. Oh, no. Do you have a headache? I actually don't, and I'm a migraine-ass bitch. Look at that. You have a headache, but I took something. I don't know. It might be all this hair I have on my head. It could be. Sometimes that happens. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Ew. Yes. Yes. And my, I'm silly. What? I said, ew. And I did the, in my mind, the quiet director end, you know, what they do with, with their hand. The hand gesture that doesn't ow. apply to the podcast. Yes. Right. I did it in my head, though. And then I laughed at myself. You're describing something physical that you did in your head on mm-hmm. a podcast. Yeah. All right. They understand. That's why the listeners come back. Yeah. Every week. Every week. Okay. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, you can use the hashtag T with QJ on all social media. We will retweet that shit. We will like that shit. We will comment on it. And that just helps us keep track of all conversations related to this podcast. And... If you would like for other people to know you're listening to Tea with Queen and Jay, other mm-hmm. people who maybe don't listen to Tea with Queen and Jay, which is weird, you can use the hashtag pod in and that lets other people using that podcast hashtag know that you're listening to Tea with Queen and Jay and maybe they'll check us out. This episode is a spotted tea episode and non-spotted tea episodes are just the episodes without segments. It's less edits for us on our end because this is a two woman show. And um, it allows us to make this weekly for you guys. Actually, for us, too. We enjoy doing this. Mm-hmm. But, yes, spot of tea, in and out like a robbery. All right. Mm-hmm. Spot of tea-ass episode. Yep. Let's pour some libations. What are those? Libations are when we pour some out for the people, places, and things that give us black-ass black joy okay for things that are making us feel good we pour some out for the homies mm-hmm. we give shout outs we give love those are motherfucking libations but do you have libations yes so i have two libations actually my first libation is for ari lennox she's an ari singer mm-hmm. specifically ari lennox thick ass legs okay thick ones. libations to those because i don't see a lot of thick ass legs on my 
I don't know, I guess TV or Instagram mm-hmm. or What's you know, whatever. What's a thick ass leg? She got a thick though. ass leg with like cellulite thighs and nice. like that. What I call fat people knee, I have the same knee. Like I'm describing mm-hmm. my leg as well. Okay. The fat people knee, where mm-hmm. it's like not like just that little circle of a knee. Right. It's, but it's, it's like the like, implication of a knee. The knee is not necessarily defined. Fine. You can't necessarily it's see like the bone. blends with the rest of the leg. Right. That's how my leg is. Mm-hmm. And then the calves are strong. Got it. Like you know, I'm like looking at her and her little mini skirts, and I'm like, that's my leg. <laughs> that is my fucking leg. So libations. Like um, to Ari Lennox. Thick ass legs. Okay. I appreciate those. Yes, thick ass legs. Mm-hmm. That's black joy. Yes. My other libation is for Francesca Ramsey. Um, she is a comedian, actor, and YouTube personality. I do not follow her work. Okay. But for some reason, I follow her on Twitter. Don't uh-huh. know how that happened, but I follow her on Twitter. And um, from her Twitter, I know that she and her partner are breaking up, right? Mm-hmm. Or broke up or going through divorce. What the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. All I know is that this person left their partner and is transformed into a black bad bitch that I did not <laughs> recognize before. Like, uh, it was times she posts pictures. I'm like, who is this? Oh, that's this is that Francesca right, person. Right, right. Who the fuck is this? So I like I like to see people leave partners. Um, I don't know if she left, but mm-hmm. to um, leave, I guess, a relationship right. or um, go into new chapters of their lives and look like amazing right. fucking doing it. I'm a person who's like when I'm depressed, I like do all the cute stuffs. I'll I'll have my makeup looking on point, my mm-hmm. hair like you would think that I'm like, girl, you have to look real, right? No, bitch. I was just crying right. an hour ago. Right. I'm like that. Mm-hmm. So seeing that is kind of I guess I can relate to that. I don't yeah. know what she's going through. I don't know them personally. And like I said, I don't really follow their life like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the, you know, the details mm-hmm. and shit. Right. But it's nice seeing her looking like a bad bitch like that. Because mm-hmm. before, she, I wasn't saying she looked horrible, but she just looked regular to me. Um, Nothing yeah, stood she out. Was, she was always cute. She was always a cute person. But like like looking like a bad bitch wasn't her jam. Yeah. And that's like a part of like the code right now. Yeah. It's, like, it's just oh. like also a bad bitch yes it's very bad bitch it's very like look at me look at me Mm -hmm. i enjoy it Mm -hmm. so you do your thing girl i support that shit you know continue moisturizing and shit i'm enjoying it it. keep doing it yes those are my libations i like those libations what are your libations um i only have one libation this week my libation is actually to marlon waynes for being fucking ridiculous (laughs) you love ridiculous ridiculous (laughs) shit yo so if you are new to the podcast well you know what actually we talk about a lot of heavy shit on this podcast, but we also laugh through most of our podcast episodes. So, like, mm-hmm. we, for whatever reason, I guess because of our content or because we're thinking people or whatever the fuck, people like to send us a lot of heavy stuff. But in our free time, like, while we're prepping for this podcast, we're sharing ridiculous shit with each other. We're like, we actually share ridiculous shit on we're- this show. Yeah, we share ridiculous All shit the on time. the show. We share ridiculous shit on our Social. socials. We're fucking ridiculous people. And um, anyway, <laughs> in our spare time, we enjoy ridiculous shit. Yes. So part of the ridiculous shit that I enjoy low-key is Marlon Wayans and his ridiculous shit. So <laughs> he's been doing movies on Netflix. He has one movie where he was in some sort of weird like time loop. That was fun. I, watched I actually almost, saw that one, I think. Yeah, I watch almost any movie with a time loop. I think I saw that one. So that was fun. I don't remember how funny it was, mm-hmm. but it was fun because I like time I did. Shit, I like that one, too. Yeah. I did like that one. That was cool. And then most recently, he has a movie on Netflix called Sex Tuplets, where he plays himself. He plays three, six different versions of, of his himself. own, like, you know, twin DNA. or whatever. Yes. <laughs> of his own DNA. Right, right, right. 
Um, most of them are highly problematic. He does a lot of body humor, which he's always done that, right? So even if he's playing himself, he likes throwing himself against the wall or on the floor or rolling around or contorting himself. Yeah, because he's a flexible athlete. Yeah, so I honestly, I wish that he would do more body humor, like just as himself instead of oftentimes, you know, being in a fat suit or like Like shaming other bodies with his body humor. Yes, I wish he would come off of that. Out when he's not doing that like problematic shit, his ridiculous shit is fucking funny, yo. It's just funny and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So there's one of the twins or sex, sex tuplets, whatever. One of the sex tuplets <laughs> is um this light skinned redhead dude. Yeah. And it's just I first of all I wasn't expecting it because everything else in the movie was so basic mm-hmm. and mostly stupid. Like yeah. I watched it i watched it by myself and then i just skimmed through to all the funny parts with my partner i was like well you gotta see this part you gotta see this part but anyway so that was fucking ridiculous and hilarious it's towards the end of the movie if anybody feels like bothering but also if you don't watch this movie you'll survive it's really not important to watch but at all at all what i have been laughing at for two weeks straight is two whole weeks two whole weeks at least his um sketch on sherman showcase the Mm -hmm. sketch show that we were talking about on here last week um he has a sketch about media takeout if you google sherman showcase media takeout the sketch with marlon waynes will come up Mm -hmm. and it's just him in like the newsroom of media takeout in a brainstorm session and it's just fucking hilarious but i just wanted to give libations to marlon waynes for being fucking ridiculous show you are a ridiculous nigga and we appreciate you and um you know he cursed at me once oh that's right wait that's the one yes he cursed at me tell us again there's a, there was a store that used to be in the village. That's how we call it. Call now the they village. call it Soho. Mm-hmm. That's not even Soho though. But Where whatever. Was you? It was like third, third and Broadway. Okay. So I guess that's no how. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know how that works, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, the store called. It used to be a store third called Transit. Street. Yeah. Okay. It yeah. was a store called Transit. Mm-hmm. And that's where you got all of the hip hopity gear in that time. <laughs> It's a skateboard shop now. It is? Yeah. It's been there for a long time, though. I don't be over there. I don't yeah, really they, like that they area. Do, they do skateboards in the upstairs, but then it, it's a lot of Vans and Nikes, but mostly like skateboard shoes. Um, mm-hmm. I guess. There's so many places in New York where they ruined my childhood, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it's a wrap for that whole area. Yeah, it is. Oh, it really you know is. Dean and Luca's closed. Oh, I don't really. I don't want those that expensive ass hot chocolate i didn't want those things either <laughs> but it was like, i didn't care about that right. just <laughs> but, so everyone for anyone who doesn't know if, if y'all watch felicity back in the day that, <laughs> that shop that she used to work at is closed now it was like a new york i i i don't want to call it a landmark but it was kind of like landmarks now if they close the jimbo's corner. if they close down jimbo's oh which is located in harlem in the bronx mm-hmm. then i'm gonna be like <gasps> Oh yeah, so whatever. Pathor, uh-huh. I'm in the store. Um he leaves, he bought mad shit. He leaves the store, the alarm goes off. So I'm a teenager at this point. Mm-hmm. And I can be obnoxious. You've heard the show. Yeah. So I was like, he's stealing. <laughs> and then he turned around and was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> And he left the store. I love that this ridiculous, humorous, <laughs> delightful man, okay, uh, cursed at you. Nah, I was an annoying teenager. I was like, yeah, I was probably like oh, really annoying. Who knows, who knows the day he had? I don't know. All right. Well, cheers to you, Marlon. Cheers to you, Marlon. We appreciate you. <laughs>
queen yeah girl can you tell the people how and why they should and can donate to tea with queen and jay podcast yes so donate to tea with queen and jay to help sustain this podcast, progress this podcast, and keep the lights on for this motherfucking pod- podcast. Yes, okay. You can do that by going to our website, tbwithqueenandjay.com, and there is where you will find two options. If two. you slide down on our homepage, um, first we have our PayPal option, and that is where you could donate however much you want, however many times you want. No commitment there. And our second option is our Patreon option, and that is where we're asking for $2. $2. You can give more or less. That is up to you. But we are only asking for two dollars. That is twenty four dollars a year. Yeah. So those are the ways that you could don- monetarily donate to Tea with Me and Jay. Other ways that you can donate that are not monetarily are by subscribing to this podcast. Subscribe. Whatever you're using, whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast, just subscribe to us. Rating and reviewing our podcast on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. <laughs> You're making me think of the Yee Gang Twins. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Where do you see my dick, you little bitch? What was wrong with us? That's really what that. they said. I don't know. That's what I remember. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, yes, rate and review us. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. I don't know what was wrong with us. I know I enjoyed the fuck I wasn't out of that involved song. in knowing those words. Because uh, that, what you just said, no. Maybe I just made that up. I don't know. Okay. I usually don't know the words to songs also. All right. All right. But I feel like they said that. Okay. Shit. What the fuck was I doing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Rate and review rate, this podcast review. on Apple Podcasts or whatever app that you use to listen. Rate, review. That helps us out as well. And it doesn't cost you a dime. Also... Tag us in the post that people are asking for podcasts. Tell a friend about our podcast. Teach someone to listen to a podcast. That's dope. That's amazing. You're changing their life. And then you introduce them to Tea with Queen and Jay. That's Those right. are ways that you can donate to our show that are not monetarily and just as appreciated. We do appreciate that shit. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it and we fucking love it. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen bitch. <laughs> If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and J podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, you can T-mail us at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization, do a live show or consult you or your team, send us your T-mail at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. All right. So we have a few donation libations this week. We have a new Patreon subscriber, Tracy. Thank you so much. We appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, Tracy. That's right. And then we got money for snacks, y'all. Oh, we shit. We got money for motherfucking snacks. We got a few PayPal donations. Dominique broke us off on the PayPal, and Dominique says, nah, nah y'all, y'all need, need snacks. snacks. You motherfucking right, you Dominique. Might, you right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ro also sent us a donation, and Ro says, this is for tea and snacks. Also, the dude from the shy says, Grandma. Grandma. Emphasis on ma, which is the part I hate the most. Every time y'all imitate him, I shake my head and laugh because I hate that guy's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all you do. Love and love a deep voice woman named Ro. Thank you, Ro. We appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, Ro. Ro, we got something to tell you, right? What? So that's not that actor's voice. Google oh, that you're actor gonna, uh, you're spilling his and tea. you will have some fun. Yeah. So, so for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, we do a, 
unnecessary imitation <laughs> impersonation of one of the actors on um the shy, the shy that comes on what is that showtime show yes yeah anyway it's just something that comes up here and there if you're a new listener but um but yes google him he doesn't talk like that like that yeah. last voice right. have fun with that Bro. you have an event coming up yes i do sunday november 24th bad bitch affirmations is happening um we are affirming our sex lives it is from 6 to 8 p.m at cafe cone lee bro so what are we going to be doing we will be affirming our sex lives like i said before through the use of props trivia and open discussions participants will engage in a series of activities that will leave you empowered intrigued and ready to explore um, so I'm teaming up for this workshop with Vanessa of Vagisteam. She's Vagisteam. She does a workshop series. I'm queen of mixed fixing and I do workshop series. So we Ow. came together to do this and it's going to be fun. So come through. This is a donation based event. So please RSVP and donate. I currently have four spots left. Someone couldn't come. So I have like another extra pot for someone. So just RSCP. And like I say, every episode, if you are unable to donate, just shoot me an email, contact. I'm at VixenMag.com. It'll be dope. Oh, 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 I forgot. Oh. Tease by G's will be there. Oh, snap. The homie Tease by G? Yes. So you'll be getting you some teas from Tease by G's as well if you come through. So come through. That's it's going to be fun, nice turn up turn middle turn not turn okay up. for anybody who doesn't know <laughs> and tease by g is our homie who sells um weed tea cannabis. cbd tea yeah cannabis infused tea cbd infused tea so that's fucking exciting put your lighters up I'm looking forward to it. Also, speaking of events, just to give you all a heads up, because mm-hmm. I'm the type of bitch who doesn't like surprises. At all. Um, so we're taking a break for Indigenous Peoples Week. So after this episode, we'll do another episode. And then the week after that is a break. Thank you for that. Because I can't, I can't, I don't know when things, that thing that people call Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I don't know when that is. Yeah. It's so, the week after next week. Yeah. So I can't wait to see my family. Aww. I do like that we're all off. Yeah, that's what we use them things yeah, for. Yeah, mm-hmm. So cool. Yep. All right. So plan accordingly. Accordingly. All right. Queen. Yeah. What kind of tea are you drinking? I am not drinking tea. I'm just drinking water today. Oh. What kind of tea are you drinking, Jay? Um, I had a delicious Thai iced tea. With oh, milk. I had that too. I, I forgot. Know. It tastes more like almond milk than tea to me, so that's why. I didn't oh, remember. Really? Yeah, oh, I didn't okay. really like that one. Mine was good. Mine was good. That's why I didn't remember. You know me. I'm more. I'm, you know me and my sugars. Oh my god! I just got worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> sugar, not the sugar. Right? No, I know, but you said it with an S, and it made me think of the sugars. I, was I like, oh my am gosh, a I black girl from the Bronx. Sugars. I make everything plural. I know, but then I thought about the sugars. I hope you oh, don't get the no, sugars. I would actually say diabetes. I don't say sugar. <laughs> the sugars. Okay, it still made me think about the sugars. <laughs> Right, so watch your sugar intake. I know. Anyway, yes. So we both drank those shits and they were fucking delicious. Let us know what kind of tea you are drinking as we talk this shit, yo. Word, yes. What are your pronouns? She, her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And what are you affirming for yourself this week? I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. I'm affirming that I am enough. 
Um, I affirm that I'll be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. I also affirm that I'm well-rested. My hair and fashions are popping. They've actually been really popping lately. You have been super cute. Unlike when you were married to that white man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that wasn't uh, shade. That was just a callback. Sorry. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm all about the shade. I also affirm that my body and my mind is healthy and that I will always and forever stunt on these hoes. That's just... I, there's no option for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also affirm that I'll find a healthy sex buddy that will add to my sexual pleasure. I've already had two fails in one week. Two? I was just about to ask what happened to the other one, but dag. Two. Okay. So I need to just keep affirming mm-hmm. this. Not two as in they perform badly. It just never happened. It never happened. <laughs> it never happened. Right. But yeah, so get this popping because I want a sexual partner. You know what my favorite thing is when these things fail? What? Sorry, were you done? No, you go ahead. Yeah. Um, my favorite stories about uh, when you and whatever guy doesn't work out is when you pick up your purse and leave. Because <laughs> I, I just be leaving. Like, oh, so we not. So I, mm, yeah, I do do that a lot. Oh, God, yo. Because you know how a lot that. of people will just like, be, there's a certain point where the date is not going well. And you'd be like, all right, so this this is not going well anymore. I'm going to just, I'll ride it out until it's over. And then we'll, we'll cut it short, right? No. But you, as soon as you're not feeling it no more, you'd be like, all right, well, I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because I'm triggered because oh, I've so been fun. on, I got arrested on a date once. Right, right, like, right. So as soon as I feel like this ain't right, uh-huh. I'll be out of there. <laughs> I'm going to head out. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I be. That's exactly how I be. I'll oh, be gone. So, yeah, that's okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I support this affirmation, and I'm wishing good um, sexual connections for you as well. Yes, yes. That's dope. What are you affirming for yourself, Jay? I affirm, as always, that I am not a lady. Several of you called me a lady last week. Just a reminder. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere on all I was platforms. I like, oh my God, what is it? It just kept happening. What the fuck is happening? It kept happening. Um, so just a reminder, I'm not a lady in person or via email or via social. Not or via anything. anything. Or anywhere. Yeah. That's just not that's not who I am. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I affirm that I am enough. My apartment is paid for. My rent is paid. I'm wealthy. I'm self-employed. And my finances are abundant. I'm paid. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I have everything I need to maintain and continue to flourish. I do not undersell myself or underquote my rate. I get my rate. I affirm also a brand new MacBook. Yes. With all the toppings or the fixings, as <laughs> you call like it. Toppings. You call I don't think you want a MacBook for toppings. I want all the extra sauce, okay? Whatever comes with it. Oh, God. All right? I saw somebody on um, TikTok fucking paint their fucking MacBook like. What is it? Glow in the dark. I want that shit too. I want it all. You wouldn't even do that. No, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't it. even not. put a sticker on your I don't do DIY. Yeah, I rarely <laughs> put stickers. Even. Yeah. But actually, if I get a new one, maybe I'll put stickers on it. I like stickers. Oh, I don't know. When your other one was not so older, yeah, I was you afraid. were like, yeah. I don't know why I'm like I was this. like, what the fuck? You purchased it to like. I know. It's just- <laughs> I know. I'm going to put stickers on the next one. That's what I'm going to do, yo. I'm going to get a new computer for free from one of y'all. Or mm-hmm. a white man. And mm-hmm. I'll put stickers on it. Okay. Okay. I believe it when I see it. I affirm it. Okay. I affirm it. Yeah. So that's what I'm affirming. The yeah. Bumble Clot Show. Let's get to it. What we wanted to talk about this week. We have yet to discuss the film Harriet. 
I had a lot to say about it before I had seen the movie. I finally saw it. So I wanted to see, I wanted to talk about it finally because mm-hmm. I had been intentionally, it wasn't like by accident that I didn't say about anything about it. Um, it was intentional because, not because I don't like talking shit. I enjoy talking shit. But I wanted to make sure that I had at least seen the film. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure um, that I was being fair to this movie that is about somebody that, I look up to mm-hmm. that a lot of black girls like us look up to, black mm-hmm. people look up to, and full That's disclosure. That's so of you. I did none of that. Oh, I'm not done. Yeah. Well, I know you didn't do it. Full none disclosure, um, Cynthia Arrivo is a supporter of ours through Grapevine, and I didn't want to just be talking shit about this project that I'm sure she worked hard on, and I hadn't seen like what she did yet, or like what the fuck was going on yet. Also, again, how gracious of you. <laughs> Because I didn't do that. I wasn't talking about her, but I wasn't Right. So what did you have to say about this movie that you hadn't seen yet? Um, It just all made me uncomfortable anyway, because okay. I don't trust people with black women stories, period, right. point blank. So there was that. And then we'll talk about it later more of like some of the stuff, and I realize y'all motherfuckers are liars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, for the most part, it was just like not being comfortable with them telling this black mm-hmm. woman story. Right. Because... A lot of our stories are not handled with care. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, people don't give a fuck about us when we're alive. So who cares about us when we're like legends, yeah. black legends? Like, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck, you know? So I was just kind of like scared. Um, The last time I saw a movie where there was like black women protagonists in history, they made up like the, what's the movie? Hidden Figures. Yes, they like yeah. made up shit and they all of this stuff. They inserted a white savior man. Yeah, it was just exist. like, they yeah. Created, they added stuff onto the story. They made this whole struggle with the, you know, can she use the colored bathroom or not? And all this stuff. And that's the in street. the street. Really, the person actually just said, when I had to use the bathroom, uh, I just used the, the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> I used the, the whites only bathroom. That's yeah. just what, which, which honestly would have made for a, like a better story. Like you didn't have That's to not str- do we not, all of but that. Because we're not gangsters. We just like right. pussies, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like you, that would be a gangster. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I'm a calculator. I'm using this bathroom. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're not gangsters. Right. So you were made uncomfortable by. Yeah. So that's, that. that was my thing. I was like uncomfortable. A few people that I follow on Twitter who are writers and movie critics wrote mm-hmm. reviews. I didn't read the whole review, but it, like their threads about it would be like saying bad things mm-hmm. um, from a movie's perspective. And okay. also, I'm not a huge movie person either. Like, okay. I don't just run to the movies. So I have to be like really like in love or like really like excited yeah. about it. And I wasn't hugely excited about mm-hmm. this movie mm-hmm. i wasn't not excited either if that means i was neutral i guess right um so for me to like get up go to the movies like i, would, I didn't have you know that yeah. feeling or whatever um so that's another thing that ties to it i'm not a huge music movie person mm-hmm. anyway so if i am going to see it i have to feel like yes i have to <laughs> i didn't feel those things right yeah I am a movie person. I fucking love movies. I like being excited about shit. I like be- I'm a ridiculous person. I like being ridiculous. Yeah. And I I felt like everything that I saw leading up to it, this thing that I, I under other circumstances, like you would hope that I would be excited. Like it just felt like the trailer was not giving me like Harriet Tubman. The trailer was giving me, oh, another slave movie is coming out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for mm-hmm. like Harriet Tubman, we're doing a movie that's coming out in 2019. I don't want to see another slave movie. I want to see 
bad bitch Harriet Tubman. Like the one that was it too. The, yeah, the, the one that we thing. exactly the one that we like exalt in our hearts. The one that we hold up as mm-hmm. this um, hero, huge figure, in huge our lives. figure for Black folks, right? And I felt like the trailers were like, "Yo, we coming out with another slave movie." Mm-hmm. There's gonna be Negro spirituals. There's running. gonna be running. <laughs> Just There's running. Gonna be scared and confused, enslaved black people. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be wide eyes. Oh, wide eyed, confused eyes. Yeah, looking all around. Mm-hmm. There's um, only one person in the room, but she like looking all over. Right, the place. right. For somebody, for yeah. something. Sadness, fear, suffering. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, you know, and they love to throw a white savior in there and a whole bunch of other weird, like, bullshit. So I was I was disappointed from the trailers, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. slave movie. That's what I was getting. I also, that was, that was the thing I think that I was most concerned about that I want, I would, if there was anything that I was going to say about it was that how shitty the trailers were. Yeah. You know? You actually brought that to my attention because I saw the trailers and it was just like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. really neutral towards right, it again right and then we were talking about it and you were like what the fuck yeah, every, and everything that they showed everything every clip that they showed of cynthia arrivo in the trailer was she, of that stereo it looked like a parody of a slave movie mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying all the stereotypical things like you could Wide pull, ass scared, exactly we've seen tip-toeing. so many yes we have seen so many black folks play slaves because that's a part of our history and i believe that we should be telling those stories right yeah. but we've seen it done in so many like bullshit ways and we've seen like we any if you grab any black person who consumes media on the regular any one of us and tell us to like act like a slave or like do a parody of a slave yeah. movie, we could do that shit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yes, and sure that's can. how the trailers look and i was like this is not for me like they made a, a movie about this black woman that is not for the people who hold her still to this day in our hearts like they didn't make that shit for me that's how the, that's what the trailers were telling me yeah then I see the movie and I'm like, they could have cut, they could have cut this shit. They could have cut these trailers to make her look like a fucking superhero. The material was in here. What was, yeah, that was, that was there. That was another issue for me um, going and going back to like my feelings mm-hmm. before seeing the movie is that in my family, when we do some bad bitch shit, we'd be like, yeah, could you relate it to Harriet? Like that's right. like when you do some like, bold kind of like oh shit mm-hmm. shit in my family is like mm-hmm. yeah cause you got the hair in your blood like that's something that we say in right. my house right? right so I see this person as a fucking warrior mm-hmm. and then I see these trailers or I see that you know what I mean so yeah. that's probably why I'm just like mm, neutral like I don't trust y'all mm-hmm. with this shit cause I know in my household this is a bad bitch that will shoot you in your face and keep one walking and not even right. think about it you right. know what I mean mm-hmm. and then y'all got her like Looking like a a, a deer, yeah, and headlights, yeah. So, and, and those again. I feel like those were the trailer is spliced. I feel like to make it look like a slave movie, so that niggas who like slave movies, white people, will go and watch this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that hopefully, I guess the assumption is that the rest of us would just go see it because it's a quote unquote black, black movie. movie. Um, but I think that people underestimate how tired a lot of us are of slave movies i don't think they underestimate it they don't care about us period like 
Yeah, like why care about black folks being tired of this movie if you can make money off this movie whether we come or not? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, why would I, they, wonder, why would they care I about wonder that? about that. I wonder about that if 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 that's a real thing. If they can, I wonder how real it is. I don't know the stats, um, but I wonder how real it is that they can make a movie off of that whether we come or not. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of movies that have all black class, slave movies or not, are relying on black folks showing up for that shit. You know? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. One of y'all can provide us with the stats on that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that was awkward. But I got there. Uh-huh. I saw it. And I was looking for so many of the things that... So aside from it just being a whack trailer, there was a lot of conversation about... How horrible the film is. Like all the a bad lot. things, all the bad lot. things that we're going to see in the movie. Yeah. So when I say a lot of conversation, I mean things like you had mentioned earlier, there were um, a lot of negative tweets about it throughout black Twitter mm-hmm. about there being a white savior in the film, about yeah. uh, there being some sort of like master slave romance in the film. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of negativity things that i don't want to go to number one i don't want to see just another slave movie i don't want to do that and number two i don't want to see those things in another fucking movie those are more tropes that i don't want to see in a movie mm-hmm. and none of that was in that movie none of it like none y'all are fucking liars <laughs> like, it was i was in the theater bizarre. like what the fuck where where was this white savior it was bizarre, and I, honestly, I think that a lot of people don't know the difference between a white savior and what that means and, like, a decent white person. And were they even that decent? That too. Like, you know what, like, mm-hmm. if, I, I don't want to, like, give away what happens in the mm-hmm. movie, but, like, they weren't even that decent. Well, there are abolitionists in the film. But if there's abolitionists, and the, there were abolitionists that actually exist. Yeah, You know what, what I mean? So it was there like... There were abolitionists in the film because there were abolitionists that exist. Yeah. And I feel like there were people who um, interpreted some of that as... But those people actually exist. Those, those people actually exist. exist and, and those people not... weren't, like, centered in the movie in right. a way that a white savior is centered. So that mm-hmm. if you thought that... You're foolish. I don't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even make that connection yeah. there at all because right. abolitionists actually exist. There were white people who were a part of the Underground Railroad and intricate in that whole process. Mm-hmm. And how many of the, like, you don't even know the people's names. Like, right. they were not even named in that movie mm-hmm. to be a white savior. Like, you have to at least have a name as a white savior mm-hmm. and have this whole, whole high, high heroical arc Mm-hmm. That then you Hierar- know like hierarchical yeah, yeah like none of that stuff happened like mm-hmm. those ingredients for white savior none of that happened I yeah. don't know what they w- was seeing mm-hmm. there was that and then there was a conversation about whether or not Harriet's slave master was in love with her or if the two of them had some sort of romance. That the mm-hmm. film was trying to imply that perhaps they had a romance. I did not see that in the film, and I actually listened to a listened to a few people who, who reviewed it, like mm-hmm. on podcasts. Yeah, mentioned that they felt like the film was trying to hint at that, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I watched it knowing that we've heard so many. If if you study history, 
And if you study things outside of what you learn in a classroom, if you if you have, you know, either read books or listen to books or listen to whatever information about slavery and stories of slaves during that time, slave narratives, liberation narratives, if you are familiar with those, you know that a lot of slave owners had feelings for their slaves, slept with their slaves, raped their slaves. And a part a lot of sick sexual shit was a part of the abuse, the brutality That's what of I slavery. Saw. Right. I saw an abusive relationship. Yes. I did not see a romance. Right. And for y'all to for that blatant to me abusive relationship to mm-hmm. be on screen and you saw a romance romance, that's kind of right and and just i just want to say something specific when you talk about an abusive relationship abusive in the sense that this is a once like all that whole relationship that whole abusive relationship was something that was happening with the slave master yeah like he is enforcing whatever icky weird shit is going on that's that's his shit yes that's all his shit she had no part to play in that exactly and and that's what i saw and i I felt like I felt like it was weird that people would watch that and be uncomfortable thinking that perhaps she had some role to play in it. And I wonder, I feel like that might have to do with just people in general not understanding how abuse works, not understanding yes, exactly. how um, the dynamics of power and abuse and shit like how that thinking, works. yeah thinking that this white man spends a lot of the movie spends the whole movie hunting her and all this shit and every time he's in her presence saying some weird sideways shit, shit she does none of that and yet people still walk away thinking that she's contributing to, to some this sort thing of, right. it's literally yes. all him yes and her just looking at him like what the fuck right and so because I, at first i was thinking okay these are just people on social talking bad about this film mm-hmm. for for a lot of different motivated reasons that we'll get into later but like i didn't think that there was a universe where intelligent people actually watched this movie and walked away thinking that the writers were trying to imply some sort of romance. Mm -hmm. And so that just lets me know, okay, you don't know your history. You also don't know the dynamics of power present day. Yeah. At all. That's present day shit that happens to people right now. Power, abuse, consent. Like you don't understand any of those things. So that at all. Yeah. So that was really because they called they saw consent. You know what I mean? Like you don't understand any of that shit. If you saw that and got like romance or that they were trying to write in romance. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even understand something as not, well, it's not simple for most as right. consent. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like that was pre- it's in, but I wasn't present nowhere, mm-hmm. which means abuse is happening. Right. Like right. what the fuck right. is wrong with y'all? Yeah. So before we get into some of the, we're, we're, by the BT dub, we're not going to spoil the yeah. film. So like, even though, even though, you know, you, you, you kind of, no. Oh, you would hope you can't really spoil the Harriet Tubman <laughs> story, right? You would hope that. But we're not going to spoil like yeah, details of the film exactly. and shit like that. Because there, so can... there are some things that were added to the story yeah, that aren't historically yeah. correct. Right. So we're like going to keep stuff out so you can still see the of movie. Course. And, like, of course. Get those um, pieces. So before we get into more of like the shenanigans, I just want to say, I guess, how we felt about the movie. Shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Stevie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I 
have to say that, again, I was watching the film instead of, I love movies, right? So this time, instead of maybe watching to see like, okay, is this a good movie? I was watching to see, am I going to be made to feel uncomfortable? Is there going to be a fucking white savior? What other sideways shit is going to be in here? Is there some sort of sick romance? Are they going to, is she, is this just another whack ass slave movie? Is Cynthia Erivo actually going to be clueless and wide eyed the, the whole, whole movie. movie which she wasn't and it was such i feel like even the trailer you was saw such the evolution a, yes the trailer was such a misrepresentation i think of her as an actor mm-hmm. because she does everything she's supposed to do in this role yeah she does she works the material everything that harriet is supposed to be giving based on the script that she has she's fucking giving that yeah. shit mm-hmm. so yeah the trailer was shit but so i was watching the film looking for all of those things so i have to say i can't i wasn't looking to see okay is this like a good film like is it is it shot well is this done well is that like all that shit that maybe if i if i wasn't watching something that i think is so charged with so many feelings and emotions for me that i wouldn't you know i I would pay more attention to those things so i'm not i'm not really reporting on is this a good film what I'm saying is I enjoyed it. It was, to me, it was not just another slave movie. I have never seen a movie where a black woman protagonist, based on a true story, gets to be that nigga. Yeah, Gets word. to be like the one that does yeah. that shit. Gets mm-hmm. to be a badass. So I'm grown. It's 2019. I've never seen that before mm-hmm. on the big screen. So that meant something to me. Um, yeah, could she have been more badass? Yeah, I guess it could have been an action film. I guess we could have watched her shoot somebody in the face. Mm-hmm. Sure. I would have enjoyed that. Of course. Um, but I didn't I didn't feel like she was being shrunk. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. Um, so I feel like I felt like it was a solid movie and I felt like a lot of the shit that people were saying was in it that makes it just a regular like slave movie that puts it on some weird bedwen shit that niggas love to throw around that term or whatever like i felt like none of that was there it's mm-hmm. a solid movie you can go and see it i didn't i also didn't feel abused i was by about it. to say that i didn't feel abused at all yeah. i do not watch what people call slave movies right, right. in quotations i haven't i have not even seen roots like mm-hmm. i do not watch those movies mm-hmm. um but i Listen to Black Eye Who Tips, and they were kind of, um, Rob was kind of like, you know, it's not that. Mm-hmm. You were like, um, we, you know, we should see it for the show. Right. And you would have told me if it was like, because yeah. you, know, you know my threshold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't say shit. So I'm like, okay, I guess it's safe. Mm-hmm. And it was. Like, I didn't, obviously, this is a period piece. This is a time when slavery was happening. And it made me think that as a black American person, this is a part of my history. Mm-hmm. So, like, there are ways to tell the story without me being abused. And this is an example of me seeing our stories played out on screen and not feeling abused at right. the end of the story and not feeling downtrodden and not feeling like I feel like fuck white people every day. But, you know, like just not feeling heavier mm-hmm. when I left the theater. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Because that's usually yes. what it is. You leave fucking heavier. As a black person, yes. we, should, we should not leave a quote-unquote slave movie or a movie about a a person who was enslaved 
I shouldn't have to leave there feeling heavier. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like I'm trying as a black to, person, yeah. white people. Yes, y'all should leave feeling heavier. Yeah, I should. And I'm trying to get out of my vocabulary saying slave movie. Like that's a period piece. Like right. that's a period in time for us. Right. That's a real period in time. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to like work that out of my vocabulary as well. Mm-hmm. Like no, it's a period piece. This was a period piece. Yes, but we've seen, seen a lot uh, of slave yeah, movies. But I'm saying right. that period piece, period pieces can exist for us, and yeah. I think that we generally don't know that because mm-hmm. it's generally a fucking slave movie mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying yeah. so like we need more period pieces mm-hmm. and not fucking slave movies you know what i mean it's just like oh but like i just i left the theater like oh okay like mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel heavier right, right. i didn't feel like oh i came i came to your house right after mm-hmm. hey girl you, you seem fine right yeah i checked the post you seem, you seem okay <laughs> like it was okay and i appreciated that mm-hmm. yeah something Something that I do when I go, something that I try and just in general, because I have a very low tolerance for being outside, but <laughs> but something that I try and do when I go to the movies, depending on what film I'm seeing, if I'm seeing a movie with a predominantly black cast, I try to see it at a theater with predominantly black people. Mm-hmm. So I know Harlem or what's that other, what's that one in Brooklyn? The one on... Is that Court Street? Yeah. Yeah. Like... I try to go to a theater that is frequented by mostly black folks mm-hmm. just for my own personal comfort and safety because there's an energy when you're watching movies with other people. There's it an is. energy and people, white people do it too, talk to the theater or murmur different little things. They and sure and do. I don't want to be watching a movie about I don't want to be watching a period piece that took place during slavery mm-hmm. and listen to white commentary. I don't want to fucking hear it. I, when I was in that Hidden Figures, when I went to see Hidden Figures and those white people started to clap when that white man knocked down that coloreds only sign, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Yeah. It was black women doing all kind of badass shit through that film. Y'all didn't clap yet until this white man knocked down the sign. I don't want to hear it. So I didn't want to subject myself to, that to any again. of their commentary, clapping, or they're murmuring or saying, you know, they they whisper under their breath and say either bad shit or good shit. I don't want to hear it and I don't want to risk it. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to look at your face after I come out of a movie about slavery. That shit too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I watched it in Harlem. So that's something that I do for my self-care. And I feel like sometimes it affects the way all the stuff that I set aside. If you are watching a movie and you know that you're in a theater with predominantly white folks, a lot of us have trouble, a lot of us still have trouble separating and not caring about white gays. Yeah. So if you are in a film, you were in, any one of us at a movie, you're concerned about gays, right? This is about, we are here to watch this. We are here to gaze upon yeah. this shit. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us sometimes watching films about us when we are in a theater that's mostly white people, like when, when I'm sitting in Harlem and it's black folks, uh, it's just us. And I actually, I enjoy call and response and talking to the screen and shit like that. I enjoy that. And it's a communal experience and we're doing that shit together. And I'm not thinking about white people. Luckily, I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm often not thinking, thinking about, about white people. Yeah. But I know that that's a journey for all of us. And really, it's about, okay, how far are, along are you in this shit where you don't care about white people and mm-hmm. what they're thinking? And so I think a lot of us would be well served by just paying attention to, okay, where are you going to watch this movie? Who are you going to experience it with? 
and if you have the privilege of if you have the privilege doing that of doing that we live in New York City facts facts so we can do that <laughs> facts upon facts yeah, upon facts we could do that we Your have those options right. yeah yeah sorry guys <laughs> You're right. Oh, but that's, know, that's something to think about. It is. I know yeah. that. Um, and sorry, just mm-hmm. real quick. If if you don't have the privilege of being in that space, it could it could be helpful if you can uh, to consider what time are you going to the movies? Mm-hmm. You know, how many people are going to be in your theater? Maybe you mm-hmm. need to go at a time where it's not going to be a lot of other people there, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I saw it, I wasn't in a predominantly black movie theater, but the, my timing was good. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a lot of people in the theater. Um, I am a call and response person. Period. So I'm gonna say some shit. Yeah. So like, there was a time in this movie where a white woman started to use her tears and shit, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck those white tears. Mm-hmm. And like, the, you know, the six black women near me laughed yeah. and made me feel good. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. If you get to a space where you can be in those white spaces and still do that shit, do mm-hmm. that shit. If you feel like you can do it and be safe, yeah, I that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. do that. That's a privilege. Mm-hmm. I got, you know, got to that point. Right, but do that shit. Do it. I like it. It's fun. Do it. Did they clap at the end of your movie? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they clapped in my theater. Well, again, I was in Harlem. Yeah, you so Harlem. there was clapping. There was call and response. There was all of that shit all throughout the movie. Oh no, okay. there wasn't that. It okay. was not a lot of people in my theater. It was mm-hmm. like twenty of us tops. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, it's over. And wait, mm-hmm. I have to say this. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got up right away because um, when they showed the actual picture of Harriet Tubman, these um, two older white women were sitting behind me. And one of them was like, oh, she does look like her. They look so much alike. Mm-hmm. And that made me have to get up and run out because yeah. it was like. That's the type of shit I'm talking about. What the fuck? And that's on they the, do not look alike. One, yeah. two. How are you shocked by how Harriet Tubman looks? She's on every. Well, y'all don't really fuck with Black History Month, but anytime you talk about Black people, mm-hmm. it's Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks. Like those are the faces that are on the things. Mm-hmm. They're actual faces, right. and you were like, oh, oh, they do look that. Yeah, like it was like some strange historical figure you never heard of before. Dollars. They was about to put her on a twenty dollar bill. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. You no. Know, what? So maybe there was an applause, but I had got the fuck up out of it. Right. Okay. <laughs> it was it. out. Because it, it was like, uh-uh. Yeah. Get out of here. So just shit like that. <laughs> shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. And and you're good with like, okay, let me get up and grab my shit. But yeah. I'm, I'm an empath. I might still be sitting uh-huh. here like, you know. I'm a, I'm a head out. Also, I'm a head out, right? bitch. That's just, that's my energy. Right. Like, where? Right, I'm out of here. Right. Um, <laughs> let's take a break. And then when we come back, I want to talk about some diasporatical Ooh. shenanigans. You're sure going to tell you all. I mean, I hope not. <laughs> not really. Let's, let's just take a break. Okay. Money. Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like giving black women your money. Yes, give black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, yo. Okay, okay. So So, how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes, yes. We do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. Sometimes twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. (laughs) And we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, We definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TeaWithQueenAndJay.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm -hmm. We have two options there. Two. Two. You become a patron 
or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandjay.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time right this week's sponsor is fem afric mm-hmm. hair we love it we love hair we love hair <laughs> from um Austin Powers, I love gold. Oh, we do. We do we love, love hair. hair. Yeah, we are those type of bitches. Mm-hmm. So Femme Africa is a black woman-owned company offering crochet twists handmade by women in Sierra Leone. Not only is it hair made by black women, but they have wood-carved crochet needles that are made to order. So we actually got ours we did. today. So both of our crochet ne- needles are different. Poppin'. They're fucking cute. Mm-hmm. The hair is light. Mm-hmm. which i'm excited about because yeah, i wear well, a lot of heavy hair and maybe you don't have a headache mostly because i put a lot of hair in i think it's self self-imposed <laughs> <laughs> but anyway the hair is stop mad abusing light. yourself i know i know the <laughs> hair is mad light it came in this really cute printed like satchel yeah, or whatever really yeah so i'm excited about that mm-hmm. shit and i just love knowing that i bought hair from, from a, black a black woman owned business because how so. often Are we able to do that? You're fucking right. By supporting Femme Africa, you are creating income and a global marketplace for their talented hairstylists and protecting your hair with this fast, healthy, stylish hairstyle. So be sure to check out femafric.com to shop styles that are good for you. And I'm excited about trying my hair out, yo. Word, me too. The link to that also is in our show notes if you need like a quickie to get that hair, you know? I was asking you what color you tried. I don't remember. You expect me to remember? I know it's some round kind of thing. I don't know. You be like three forty-five. No, yours. It was yours is honey, right? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It is. I think you tried honey. Anyway, all right. Let's get back into the show. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you. So there was also a lot of discussion before. I think even before the trailer, a lot of discussion about whether. Harriet Tubman should be played by a black American actor or if it was appropriate for Cynthia Erivo, Erivo, who Mm -hmm. I'm not sure where she was born, but she's from the UK. Mm -hmm. She's a continental African. I believe she's Nigerian. Yeah. And a lot of people have feelings about her playing, being chosen to play Harriet Tubman. Yeah. How do you feel about that? So me personally, I kind of go through waves where it was Mm -hmm. just like, I just kind of really just want this black story. Right. So if somebody is good for the part, then they're good for the part. Yeah. Then there was other times where it was like, why isn't it a black American person? This is mm-hmm. a black woman American story. So those are kind of the ways I was going through. Then right. I think, honestly, I think when, I think when a lot of the conversation started to flutter around about like old tweets of hers with the anti-black American stuff, mm-hmm. 
um, that people kept bringing up and bringing up and bringing up and bringing up. I think that was kind of the main focus about her not having her having ill things to say about black American folks. I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest that I don't remember what the tweets are or anything like yeah. that. But that seemed to be like the fuel for which people, at least in my ethos, mm-hmm. um, to talk about her not being able to do this role because she doesn't fuck with black Americans based on those tweets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was seeing That's a lot of quote, that. That's not a quote, BTW. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was seeing a lot of stuff on that. But now I'm at a point where we've had lots of... I know this conversation happens a lot about mm-hmm. um, non-Black Americans playing Black American parts. Mm-hmm. We've even had an episode where we talked about a lot of Black British actors um, and stuff like that. And I'm wondering, and it just could be because my gaze is always more so on Black women and Black fans, mm-hmm. but it was just like, I just felt like people went harder because it was a Black woman. Like, mm-hmm. do, people, do we go this hard when it's a Black man who is not black american playing these but like we go like this hard where people are like campaigning against like mm-hmm. idris um yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. do we go this hard when it's a black man who's not a black american playing these parts i know conversation happens but i don't know if i've seen people go this hard to be like no 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 they right. shouldn't do it they shouldn't be in this space they shouldn't you know like mm-hmm. so that's where my thinking is now like okay the other pieces i understand your feelings on that i've never felt I've had feelings about that too, but never like strong, strong, strong ones, to be yeah. honest with you. But now I'm at a point where it's just like, is it because she is also a black woman why it has been going on this long, right? Um, this hard and this harshly? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I am now with that and thinking about that. Yeah. And all that. What about you? I have a few feelings about it, which most people have a few feelings about lots of things. So I don't know if <laughs> need to say that. But <laughs> I feel like I didn't feel, I don't feel like that about Harriet. Mm-hmm. I feel, I have feelings about that in general. And yeah. like you said, we've talked about that before. But yeah. just to kind of say where I, how I feel about it now, I feel like... um I feel like Hollywood doesn't believe that black people in the U.S. are acting when we take on roles about black people in the U.S. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Just because just in general, people don't believe that black people from anywhere are um, skilled Mm -hmm. um, or can have a craft and be good at it. And so I think that. Um, I think that oftentimes black British actors, when they take on U.S. roles, are seen as acting. And I feel that anytime a black person, I feel that black actors in the U.S. are rarely seen as doing anything but just being ourselves being on ourselves, screen, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and so that makes me comfortable, and that is a symptom of white supremacy. That makes you uncomfortable. Not- Thank you. That makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's a symptom of white supremacy and not not something that makes me upset at black British folks. But yeah. I, I would appreciate it if there was some understanding of the way that we are seen mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, so I didn't feel slighted by Cynthia Erivo playing Harriet in particular. But I think that I would like for there to be more awareness in general and more unity and conversation in general about um, black actors in the U.S. Yeah. 
um, all black actors in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So black actors throughout the diaspora who work in the U.S. I would like us all to kind of be talking to each other about like the implications of all that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't mind seeing all of these black British actors here acting. I do think it is a lot in like in the roles. So like we had Harriet, we have Queen and Slim, Daniel Kaluuya is mm-hmm. in that film. That black and blue movie, the black woman star in yeah, that is a black British person. Mm-hmm. So like in all of the movies, there is a black British person, it seems like starring, unless it is some sort of yeah. comedy or something like that where a black comedian is being themselves. Yeah, exactly. As they say. It's interesting though. I'm thinking about how in like the nineteen twenties, how a lot of black performers had to go to Europe to yeah, get work because right. we weren't doing it here and mm-hmm. now it's as if not even as if it is yeah. a lot of British actors are coming here because they can't get work right there right. so it's and just, I want to I just, want to see them here right yeah. I want them here I want to see them here my life would not be what it is without Daniel Kaluuya he's important <laughs> to me I need to see his face there's some clip going around of him murdering someone in a movie and I'm like what the fuck movie is this because you know I don't know movies but oh. he shot somebody and he was mad gangster but um, oh. I don't know what movie that is but it was on my feed and I was like what the fuck is this ooh ooh murder and then I kept scrolling I don't like seeing shit like that Oh, that sounds like that movie where they were like in Chicago or Detroit or something. Probably shit. it looked like it. Yeah, he, he had like an American, American accent. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, <laughs> Why would he play a British person? I know, but yeah, I need him in my life. Okay, I enjoy Cynthia Erivo on screen as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want them to disappear. I like having them here, but I do think that there's a conversation to be had when the movies that feature black actors, the main actor. Is a, black, a British person yeah, a British almost person. all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that that's an important conversation to have. Like, we should be talking about, okay, what's up with that? Without malice, and we should all be considering that. The same way that light-skinned black American actors or light-skinned black actors from anywhere should, should be, be yeah. analyzing the roles that they are being chosen for, why like, the, as people with the f- that type of privilege. Why are you the fifth light-skinned um, storm? Like, yes, that's something <laughs> like, to consider. Talk about you it. You know what I'm saying? But so, right, so that's that's how I feel, but I, I didn't feel like, like, Harriet is the time. Like now's the time to like yeah, I make didn't, a stand. I didn't think and so da, 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 da. I didn't think so either. That's why I'm like now my thought process is that like are we still going this hard because it's a black woman mm-hmm. and like we generally go harder and like try to get black women out the paint more right. so than we do black men because to my knowledge, you know, I don't even know who actors are. Mm-hmm. It's mostly like there are mostly to my knowledge, like I said, black male actors who are taking these roles and right. we're not like get them out the paint mm-hmm. no no mm-hmm. get out of here taking all our roles right. to the extent of which i see when it comes to mm-hmm. cynthia and this because they're yeah. like still screaming the movie's out and making this money mm-hmm. and they're still <laughs> screaming mm-hmm. like calm down <laughs> yeah well i think it's intentional like people wanted this like stopped you know, like it was important to a lot of different agendas that people did not see this film. Oh, they were trying to Nat Turner this? They were trying to Nat Turner it, mm-hmm. even though... Cynthia's not a rapist, so... Cynthia's not a rapist. You, that's, you can't do that Or yet. a rape apologist who went on a media tour <laughs> to be a rape apologist <laughs> and to double down on being wild rapey and to act like it was just trolls. Who were mad that he was, was a, a rapist. rapist. That's 
different. Diff- way so, different. Yeah. Very different. Very different. But yes, that was the goal. They tried yeah. to make it like this was a film that we should be trying to stop. And think about all the... We are sensible people. Think about all of the reservations that we had in going into it because of what niggas were saying, saying on the yep. mm-hmm. there's this, there, That's not unintentional. You know what I'm saying? Not, that's not unintentional. Not. Um, but before we get to all of the fucking shit that people try to do to get us not to see this movie i also kind of wanted to touch on what you were talking about with some of the anti-black comments that um cynthia Cynthia made in the past past. right so again i don't know exactly what those comments were and i was listening to the black guy who tips who was trying to find like okay what were they where did it begin it sounds like there may have been some tweets where she was trying to defend Lovey, possibly, over something, right? You all can't see the eye roll in the I'm studio. just saying, that's not the good hill that to die that on. I know y'all friends and all, but that ain't the cute hill to die yeah, on. Yeah, that's not, that's not a good idea. <laughs> that ain't it, sis. I can see you going in and not knowing because that's your friend, yeah, but, but that that's not the way. That, that, ain't, that, that ain't the one. That ain't it, sis. Um, you would think, you know, cause you know, cause you know, Lovey, you know, she live here, right? You would think that being a, you know, somebody who live here in America, that she would know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't be like, you know, anti-black American on the rag, but you know, she's not good at that. But, but huh? Yeah. Because she live here, she should know. That? Yeah, I'm just saying. T- I'm just saying. You would think that she would know better than you know than Cynthia Riva. Like Cynthia, oh, live okay. here. Okay. Cynthia not like yeah, in the U.S. Exactly. She's just like you know everything I know about Lovey is great. Why y'all bothering her? You know what I'm saying? Let's not be divisive, guys. Yeah. Anyway, not the hill, not the hill to die on. But what I wanted to say, I don't know exactly what Cynthia said. I know or didn't say. Right? Yeah. It, this could just be like you know Bochinche that's unfounded mm-hmm. in anything. Right? Um. But she's been supportive of us. And that aside, I think that there are people who love us who are problematic, right? And I think that it is... (laughs) Oh, my exes. What you mean? (laughs) Right, right. But I think that... Okay. 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 You got it. You got it. So, for example, you and I were talking the other day about Mixed Dish, right? Mm -hmm. We were. And I was like, okay, so I've been watching Mixed Dish lately. For anybody who doesn't know, it's a spinoff of Blackish TV comedy, and it centers uh, mixed folks, right? Mm -hmm. So they're talking about being interracial and all the complications that come with living that life in the 80s. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I've been watching Mixes lately. I actually like it. It's not bad. Right? And you said. I haven't been and I wanted to fail. Okay. You also <laughs> said, yeah, but you're light skin, Right? Oh, yeah. I did say that. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Which I said, you're right. I did say that. Because it's true. Even though, yeah, I'm light skin, And so even though I come here and. Clearly, I'm a smart person, and clearly, I'm constantly examining my privilege as a light-skinned person. Mm-hmm. I am watching this show through the lens of someone who's constantly trying to examine my privilege, but I'm also a light-skinned person. So yeah. it is possible that I'm watching this show, and things are happening that might make somebody else uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen anything like that yet. I don't think that that's the case. They had those bad commercials that we talked about, I think. We talked about that on the show, right? No. We didn't talk about that on the show? Maybe we did. I don't think so. Right. I don't know we well, talked we about it. The Mixes on... commercials, mixes, we didn't like the initial commercials, but the series, I haven't found it to be bad. But anyway, my point is, I'm light-skinned. 
There are things that I don't always see. Mm -hmm. And we have Nigerian-American friends who we know love us who say sideways shit because they're Nigerian. And there's been so much anti-blackness that's been fed to all of us throughout the diaspora that we're constantly checking each other as black Americans on, hey, that was anti-black. Like, what are you you doing? We're checking our Latinx uh, siblings. Yo, that's anti-black. What are you doing? That's not different for Nigerians or any other continental African who was told that black Americans fucking suck. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like... My intention is not to give a pass to it, but my intention is instead of um, someone saying something like sideways, like somebody who otherwise is decent saying something sideways and us being like, okay, that's it. You're dead to us. Like some of you niggas didn't stop being anti-black until you went to your all black HBCU. Like Some didn't of y'all learn still who you was. Some of y'all are still right mad anti-black. So all I'm saying is, just how you said to me, even though I wasn't saying something violent to you, but just how you said to me, eh, you're light skinned. Mm-hmm. There are times when the response is, eh, you're Nigerian. Yeah. Maybe like, eh, think about that. Yeah. That that ain't it, sis. Mm-hmm. That ain't it. And so I think that we should extend um grace. I think there's a difference between giving somebody a pass and extending somebody grace. Mm-hmm. And to me, grace is, eh, you're Nigerian. Maybe think about that. Maybe yeah. this is, that, that's not it. Maybe this that's is not, not your lane. Maybe that's you not your lane. Yeah, I think there's mom. a way to like say that to somebody and it not be, oh, you're dead. You're canceled. You're this, you're that. When so many niggas are growing up from being anti-black. But yeah, I say all that. I don't I don't know. I still don't know what what cynthia said or didn't say i don't i don't care that much Mm -hmm. to follow up on it it's not that even that i don't care it's like i'm gonna be on some real shit it ain't some shit i ain't heard before that i haven't had to correct before like it's nothing new happening it's just it's no new tricks Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's the same old shit happening um the same things i've had to correct the same things i still correct now currently every day by doing this podcast Mm -hmm. um yeah, so I'm not like in this moment offended by something she said eight, right. six, or seven years ago. Yeah. Um, and kind of like what you said, like it's not a person who's even lived in the US mm-hmm. for a very long time. And I kind of have a reason for their ignorance. You know what I mean? There are motherfuckers who have. I fucking grew up with. We grew up in the Bronx with these Yeah, niggas. grew up with together. And I'm still looking at these motherfuckers like, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, um, yeah, I'm not as like, and I didn't even realize it because you know me, I'm very like, I don't fuck with it. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's my personality. And it wasn't until someone that I follow on Twitter, she tweeted something about um, Cynthia playing Harriet and I commented to her and was like, I feel you on this, but like, really? Like, you know, like, yeah. this, is it really this serious in this moment mm-hmm. right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they deleted what they said. But like, that's how you do it. <laughs> but I'm just like, I get it. I feel you. Because I'm. The, this is the bitch I am too. Like, what? Right. She said, what? Uh-uh. It's over. And then maybe like a month later, I'm like, oh. <laughs> but because mm-hmm. I'm reactionary like that. But it's just like. Okay, like right now in this moment, does like not to say does it not matter because it does if it you know matters to you. I think it's real and it matters, but like I don't know. Sometimes some things 
just let go. Like, this isn't a hill to die on either. Mm-hmm. I felt like, yeah. yeah. Like, people are still putting up pictures of, like, who should have played. And I'm like, the movie out. It made yeah. its money. Yeah. I, I just, I, I feel like. Like, it's done. Right. I feel like there's that. I feel like it's people who did not. Who didn't want us to see Harriet Tubman on screen liberating enslaved black people. But I think because honestly, like, and I had to remind my friend today via text is that people don't do not know how revolutionary Harriet Tubman was. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just know what they said in school. She ran the Underground Railroad. but They don't know all of these things. The amount of people, enslaved people she freed, mm-hmm. that she was fucking led a charge in a civil war that she did all of this shit people don't know that this was a revolutionary ass bitch they Mm -hmm. don't know that they Mm -hmm. just know black history harriet tubman free slave Mm -hmm. so that's all they see and that's all they think so that i was like i said talking to my friend and i'm like oh they're asking me they're in new york what you doing today i'm like hanging around the house getting stuff done then i'm gonna go see harriet and then um they was like, oh, I don't want to see another slave movie. And I was like, well, this is not really a slave movie. Like, Harry Tubman was a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of different. And then they were like, oh, but they didn't think about it until I said that. Mm-hmm. Harry Tubman was a bad motherfucker. Right. This is not a slave movie. Mm-hmm. But people don't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. They see Harry Tubman as like fucking sneaking through the woods. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. They don't know that mm-hmm. this bitch was a bad bitch. Yeah. That she carried a pistol everywhere she fucking went. They mm-hmm. don't know that about her. Mm-hmm. And this would probably be the first time that they see how much of a bad bitch that she was. Yeah. But they don't know that. This is stuff that I learned on my own as an adult, looking into the information myself, not based on the shit that they taught me in grade school. Mm-hmm. And that's the shit that everybody know. So that's why I can see how people could think that this was just some simple story, not some revolutionary ass story. Especially since black women, the stuff we do is not actual work or lib- or a shit it's just what we do mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's not yeah. like something worth paying attention to it's not a craft it's not a whatever it's just like us pushing through and living life that's how we live our life so you're not gonna they, they don't see our day-to-day revolution right now as fucking shit that's moving the world black women are fucking moving the world mm-hmm. and nobody they just see that chitter chatter on twitter yep. so how are they gonna understand that with harriet mm-hmm. you know so that's that piece so they're not even gonna get to that and even think that oh my god this amazing Harriet Tubman movie a lot of people don't know a lot of this shit about Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. anyway to begin with yeah the other good thing about this is that this is a movie that if a teacher who is probably not going to teach any thorough history on Harriet Tubman anyway wanted to put this on and be like here y'all could watch that this movie we're watching Harriet Tubman for the next you know I don't know four days or whatever the fuck <laughs> like you could play that for what is, is it pg-13 right i don't i don't even look at those things i'm uh-huh. not kids so okay. i just go in the theater yeah <laughs> but like this is a film we know that teachers show movies this is a film that you could play for kids mm-hmm. and they not leave out like fucking absolutely traumatized exactly like when i watched fucking rosewood i was fucking traumatized and i grew up learning about those things anyway you went to school to, you, it was a school trip to see rose no it wasn't my dad actually oh thank you sorry to say no. the fuck no 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 my dad my dad took me to see that um i saw rosewood as a part of a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> no my dad took me to see it and i had to walk out the theater like 
a few times and like go to the bathroom and like get myself together. I was a For fucking real? wreck. Yeah, and I wasn't new to those stories because he we grew up with him telling us all that. And yeah, exactly. He, he would watch like the documentaries that niggas would watch in school. Like we had yeah, those at, at my at house, house yeah, and same. we watched those at my house. So I was familiar with like the horrors and all that stuff. But like watching all the shit, I knew put into this movie it was doing to me what it should have been doing to white people so like i feel like there were people talking about how they wanted to see more of the horror and stuff like in this movie because it's not there but like watch rosewood watch 12 years of slave like that shit is in movies um yeah rosewood was when i saw rosewood yeah like i said it was for sleepover mm-hmm. nation of islam people right sleepover and for some reason i don't know we was in that movie theater mad buck like ready to fight like mm-hmm. like real buck ready to fight the girl's mother who sleepover was she let us like kind of like let loose and be loud in the theater mm-hmm. and shit like that i feel like also the russian bots that were fucking with the election they fuck with other shit yeah of course they do they fuck with other shit okay there are like there are there are Fake accounts, there are white people on social pretending to be black women, pretending to be fucking people who, um, accounts that you can trust and shit like that. And I'm not just talking about like eat, that black emo uh, black thought uh, or I'm whatever. I'm gonna say eat pray thought. Um, that's a podcast. No, yeah, emo <laughs> black thought or like, um, other people who we know mm-hmm. are like legitimate, like fucking fakers yeah. and shit. There are people who are politically invested in spreading lies and fucking with more than just like the yeah, election so facebook do it um yeah so or even outside of that there are algorithms that just control what is on your feed and what you right. see so like even if it's not fake people or mm-hmm. fake content they'll make sure you see that shit so then yeah. you're just think running with thinking that this is not right. what i want to do right or and i think the feeling of so many of us like not wanting to see this film like uh for some of us, that was fueled by so much of the negativity that we saw on social. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to talk just for like a few minutes about critical thinking. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people um, don't engage in critical thinking or don't know what that is. And we should do some of that. Should do critical thinking. So Do they still do that on standardized tests? Test your critical thinking? Probably not. I don't think that critical thinking is valued. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. But just in case people don't know what that is, yes, we're doing this. Critical thinking. <laughs> we're fucking doing it. Critical I saw you Googling. I was like, look at her. Yeah, because I'm tired. I'm tired, yo. I'm tired. And I, there are people who have never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And so, refresher, Okay. Critical thinking, the objective analysis and evaluation of an issue in order to form a judgment. So that's like you got some information and instead of just accepting it, you think about it, analyze it objectively and evaluate like how you feel about that shit. Yeah. And so I I was thinking about, okay, how do I talk about critical thinking, what it is and like what we can do to make sure we're on top of it. And I didn't fucking know. So I Googled it (laughs) and I found an article that somebody wrote on seven steps to improving your fucking critical Critical thinking. thinking. All right. So I'll put the link in the article. I think it was written by a white woman, but I'm just going to read the steps so that you can. She probably stole it from a black person. That's probably true. Okay. But we need to get everybody's critical thinking up. Number one, don't take anything at face value. Mm -hmm. So there's an article 
titled some clickbait bullshit on Twitter or whatever social media. The title is not necessarily true. It don't even have to be what the fucking article is about. Okay? So don't take anything at face value. So you can see it and that what you saw was a tweet. Yep. It doesn't mean that that's what's in the article. It doesn't mean that that shit is real life. I take tweets as like, this is how I see Twitter. People walking in the same places and people just blurring shit out. If you were walking Mm. down the street and somebody was just like, just screamed out, Harry Thomas is a horrible movie. You just be like, oh. And then you'll keep walking. Right. You'll just be like, what? Anyway, and you just keep walking. Yeah. That's what that is. It doesn't mean that it's true no matter how many ways you see that like written. It could be the same fucking yeah. bot that owns 20 Twitter accounts. Like You don't know. Um, two, consider the motive. So consider the motive of the source from where you got that information. So somebody says something. Why are they saying it? Where did they get that information? Yeah. Why is this an opinion? Is it a fact? Is it whatever the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do they get out of sharing the information with you? So consider the motive of the person sharing whatever information. Do your research. For social, that could be, oh, you saw something and it's making you think. If you're if it's not something you're ignoring, if it's something you're willing to believe, maybe click on it. Good. Maybe read the article. Word. Scan the article. Maybe look into other things in relation to what that is. If I see something more than I think two or three times, then I start looking into it. Yeah. Like, okay, wait, what, wait, wait, what, what, what is was this? this? Yeah. yeah. I usually dismiss stuff. I make a note because I, I spend a lot of time on social media for like the show yeah. and other shit or whatever. So I'll make a note that I saw this thing. But I'm not leaning in any direction. Yeah. I'm like, you'll say something. I'm like, oh, yeah, I saw that, but I didn't have time to look yeah, into by, it. Yeah, vice versa. Yeah, so do your research. Ask questions. Sometimes I'll see something, I'll look into it and not understand it. I'll be like, yo, did you look at such and such? Did mm-hmm. you see anything else? What yep. did you think or whatever? I will listen. When I'm prepping for Grapevine or like some the show or whatever, I'll listen to a bunch of different podcasts on this subject yep. just to see what are different people saying about it. What are different, you know, views of this thing just to get it from different perspectives. Yeah. And then form my own opinion based on... So it's not just an echo, cha- a yes. echo chamber of the same shit, just exactly. being blurted out over and over again. Exactly. Because the other thing about it is that each of us have unique experiences that inform our thinking, right? So you're going to get information and you as an individual should think critically about the information that you are consuming and you are receiving because you personally have stake in whatever information that you've read mm-hmm. and you have something to offer. So that's a part of why it's important that you critically think about something and challenge what it is that you're consuming. So ask questions. I said that, right? Mm-hmm. Don't assume that you're right. That's the other thing. And why I try and listen and watch things from different sources. Don't assume that your perspective is the perspective. But so, it is. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so see what other people have to say. This is a good one. Break it down. So I don't want nobody else to hear the sound. Love is a private affair. All right, sorry. I'm actually going to read this. Shout out to Tevin Campbell. That's right. I'm going to read this real quick. Being able to see the big picture is often touted as a great quality, but I'd wager that being able to see the big being able to see the picture for all its components is even better. After all, most problems are too big to solve all at once, but they can be broken down into smaller parts. The smaller parts, the, the smaller the parts, the easier it'll be to evaluate them individually and arrive at a solution. Um, so 
like with this movie, for yeah. example, mm-hmm. different little things I had a question about. Okay, so what did you think about this? So what about this? And how they, after you break it down, you can think of, okay, how does this contribute to the larger picture yeah. of this situation? Mm-hmm. Um, and then in that, sometimes you find the answer to like, okay, well, what's the motive? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you'll be researching this and you'll be like, oh, this is actually an agenda that's trying to get me to feel in this particular yeah. way because of this particular agenda. Or it, you'll find, oh, this is, ain't nothing going on here. This is pure. It's fine. Whatever. And propaganda works that way. Right. Where it wants you to think what it wants you to think. Like, no matter how much you think, your thoughts are, like, fresh and, like, from your brain and mm-hmm. not influenced on someone else or something else. They are. So doing these things would help you kind of filter out what is actually your thought and what is actually your real feeling versus what is filtered to you from all the media spaces, mm-hmm. you know? And then number seven is keep it simple. I don't understand this. I do. Keep it fucking simple. Not that serious. Okay. Well, there you have it. (laughs) Keep it simple. So, yeah, I just wanted to go over that because oftentimes I will see things from people who I have considered to be Mm -hmm. intelligent or I will see things from people who I consider to be people who want to be thinking or whatever. And it's just like, did you critically, did you think about this critically before it got to me? I think sometimes they do, but then they get to a point where they don't keep it simple and then they write like a Uh, huge ass fucking dissertation and it's like... You know, you could have just stopped at this sentence mm-hmm. and that would be enough. Right. But we got to like dig deeper and like do all of these things. And I'm talking in terms of social media, but this happens in other spaces too, where people mm-hmm. just got to go in and like in that way, where it's just like, keep it simple. Just say your your thought or idea. No one asks you for citations. This is not fucking school. No yeah. one asks you for where, you know, no one asks you for that. It's just, it's just your thought. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for you to just have a thought and like keep it moving and not right. do all that other shit around it because that's when you start getting on my nerves <laughs> <laughs> i like it mm-hmm. i support it mm-hmm. and i'm glad that we went over this yeah me too i'm actually okay with that i saw it because i was very like yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i felt i felt watching it i felt like I would be comfortable with my niece watching it. Mm-hmm. My niece is like 10 or 11 or yeah. whatever. I'd be like, okay, I don't know how much she knows about Harriet Tubman. Um, yeah. And then a lot of the work that information and stuff I take in is pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. So on my own time, I want to do all the ridiculous shit like we talked about at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. I want to laugh. I want to watch comedies. Like, yeah. I don't want to do any heavy shit. Mm-hmm. So it was like for me to opt in to something that could potentially be heavy, abusive, and harmful mm-hmm. was not something that I I don't want to do that shit. Yeah. I don't want to do that shit. So when I heard Rod talk about it and it seemed safe, and when you were like, um, you know, let's talk about it, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and you, like, if Jay is traumatized, traumatized by something she saw, she would have texted me the next day and been like, because mm-hmm. Jay's a content warning ass bitch. I'm yeah. not that bitch, but yeah. Jay's that bitch. You know, mm-hmm. so I didn't hear any of those things. So I'm like, okay, it might be safer for me to see it. But like on my free time, mm-hmm. I I don't live the life of people who are the, the reverse, where right. a lot of your life may be um, lighter things. And then you can take that in and, and walk away from that. That's mm-hmm. not the life I live mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't be wanting to do that on my free time. Yeah. I don't, but I didn't feel like, that mm-hmm. so i appreciated that i'm gonna talk to white people for a second okay. i know we rarely do that here but um white people when you are watching a movie with a predominantly black cast and there's like 
trauma, like what could be trauma or like pain for people, shut up. Don't do call and response. That's not your culture. Shut up. <laughs> we don't want to hear your mouth. If we're there with you, we don't want to hear your mouth. Oh, gosh. Talk at home. Save oh, it for gosh. the car. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. I didn't have any of that. Shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Did you do it like Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown? Yes. yes that was right. Cool. Yes. That was Yeah. Really shut good. up. One thing that I got from the movie that I wish I could see when I see these period pieces of black folks mm-hmm. is... The United States is a really big country. Yep. We are spread all over it. Mm-hmm. How come when it comes to enslavement, we all act the same way? Like, mm-hmm. when it comes to that period, like, there were black folks in the North. There's black folks in the South. Mm-hmm. There's black folks in the West. Like, we weren't all, like, we don't even sound the same now. Like, right. I don't think we were sounding the same. I don't think we were doing the same thing. Like, it just seems as if we're all, like, doing the same things and, like, mm-hmm. living the same ways. And there was no differentiation between the black people in the United States, but when I see those period pieces for white folks, I could tell when a white person from the North or from the South. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like just stuff like that that I wish we can like get to when it comes to us doing these type of stories when we talk about black folks in the United States. Okay. I want to get to that piece. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you felt like the the black folks in this movie, they could have been down South or wherever? I feel like they could have been anywhere. Mm-hmm. I will say that the... The the black people from Philly, they didn't have the same accents. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little, you know, a little different. But I don't know. It just seems like they still seem the same. They just seem like respectable blacks. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're free, so they were respectable blacks and uh, enslaved folk. You know, I don't know. It was just like, we had, we have diff- we had different things going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I and I want you. us to get to that. We we're, aren't, we're not at that because we're still doing this shit. Mm-hmm. But like, can we get to that? I was watching like the first, the first maybe ten minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. maybe seven minutes of the movie. I was like, oh, okay, they're slaves. I wonder when I'm gonna play a slave. You know, <laughs> when is it that gonna be too. my turn? And even with enslavement, like, I'm sure. The slaves in Texas didn't sound like the enslaved people in Maryland. Mm. Like, they all sound like the same. Uh, mm. I'm sure the enslaved folks in New Orleans, you know, like, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. We had different flavors. Can I see them? Yeah. They didn't, Please. I don't know, they didn't sound super Southern to me. Hmm? They didn't sound super Southern to me. Like, they sounded. No, they didn't. But I'm just saying in general, when it comes right. to, not like this movie, in general, mm-hmm. when it comes to movies about enslavement. Yeah. Generally, the 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 southern draw is like, or maybe I'm only seeing enslavement movies that are from like the southeast and not from these other places in the south. Right, right, right. Because right. it's always like this. That's that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it, but it's mm-hmm. always like that same kind of southern draw. And yeah. I know there's lots of different southern dialects. And enslavement looks like different mm-hmm. things for different people in the South based on where you were, like, or based on what you were producing. So if you're producing cotton or rice or or sugar, like, it was just yeah. these different things um, that I wish I could see. Like, we weren't even a monolith in our enslavement. And, mm-hmm. and but that's what's always projected. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like, the first seven mo- minutes of the movie, I'm like, okay, they're slaves. Yeah, it's like we you, get it. <laughs> it's like come Slaves. on, yeah. So. It's like that's why I said it's like a parody. Like you could pull any black person right now <laughs> and be like, "All right, pretend you're a slave." And like, oh. Their eyes would get all big. I just. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, God. Again, we're not making fun of slavery. We're making fun of slave acting. Yes. <laughs> slave acting and um, as they called it on, who was I listening to? Black Man Can't Jump, the antebellum cinematic universe. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. I like it. It is. That's what it's called officially. Libations to them for that. That was fucking funny. All right. We did a motherfucking podcast. We sure did do a show. I think if you are curious about Harriet, you should go see it. Mm-hmm. If you were, if you wanted to see it, but you didn't go see it because they told you there was a slave romance or because you were told there was a white savior, if those, that's why you're not going to see it, I think you should go see Dave Harriet. motherfucking liars. You'll be fine. Yes. If you weren't going to see it because you don't want to see, um, you know, like slave porn, then I think you can go see it. I don't think that this is slave porn. Um, if you didn't want to see it because you didn't want to see Janelle Monet pretend to be a mannequin again, you're, you're asked out. Okay. My friend what? said that when I was like, <laughs> I was like, every time it was a bad bitch, it's not on the slave movie. Uh-huh. And they were like, okay, maybe I just don't want to see Janelle Monet. <laughs> she looked great. And she is always pretending to be a mannequin to always. me in some way. But... I've this never time, seen someone blink like her. Yeah, it's she so intentional. It, right, like, it's very, I'm blinking right very now. Very intentional blink, blinking because mannequins <laughs> don't really blink, so it's uncomfortable <laughs> for her. But she wasn't giving me like um, the same Janelle Monae, so I was like, I was kind of okay with it because we couldn't see her legs. <laughs> oh, you're right. So we don't know. They weren't mannequin legs. No, she wasn't posing like a mannequin. Yeah, exactly. Right. Couldn't see. Not those. Um, not those garbs. Yeah, no, she was good. She looked great. So she did a good job mm-hmm. as well. What did you think? We have to get off of this, but I wanted to ask you what you what you think about the bigger long character. I'm horrible names. Bigger long. There is a uh, black. Oh, the one they made up. Supposedly, yeah, slave. I mean, those existed. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm saying yeah. that particular person. Mm-hmm. Um, niggas being niggas, doing nigga shit. They they exist. By that guy. Wow, that's your cousin. Like they, they yeah. exist. Like there's a motherfucker like that in your office. There's a motherfucker yeah. like that on the police force. Mm-hmm. There's a motherfucking judge like that. Mm-hmm. There's a, like those motherfuckers exist, and we know why because people need to survive, mm-hmm. and some people appease white supremacies in that way to survive or whatever the fuck else. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him and wasn't I wasn't shocked and appalled. Me neither. I was like, oh, okay. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I heard some people talking about um, just his character as a black man and the implications of that. And I don't know. Sometimes it made me feel... I try to be understanding. What of, were they saying about him as a black man? The, the fact that... So in the film, for anyone who doesn't know, there's a guy who's playing like a, a black guy who was a slave tracker in the film. And he's played by the guy who's in Queen Sugar. I forget his name, but he's a good actor. I don't watch that show. Um, but tall, big, black dude, mm-hmm. basically. And that I, it made a lot of people feel uncomfortable to see a tall, big, black dude being that kind of traitor person mm-hmm. and enacting violence on black people. Yes. And... I try to be understanding of that, and but I th- I feel like a lot of black people don't want to be honest about what the fuck yes. it is when it comes 
to yes. us not being a monolith. Yes. There are motherfuckers like that who yes. exist. There are motherfuckers like that who exist. And I live in 2019 and I have seen grown huge black men be violent against black women. And my point is that, of course, that's not the standard, which is why it's so appalling mm-hmm. to see. But it is not something that I am unfamiliar with. It's not something that I'm not unfamiliar with. And it's just, we talk about all the time that a lot of black men's idea of liberation is to be a white man. Yes. And that was just the physical manifestation of that. Right. That's Which all that was. not something that was super uncommon in that period of time. Like it Especially just, in it that was, period of time. Yeah. It, it like beating women has never been super uncommon. Especially a black one. Thank you. Like, so doing it in that period, again, even less of a big deal. Okay? So I don't know. I, I, I didn't have feelings about it until I heard someone, like I said, I was listening to Black Men Can't Jump, and mm-hmm. they had a guest on there who was saying that, you know, as someone of that similar size and build and all of that, like, it just made them feel uncomfortable to see that enactment of violence on screen in that way. Um, but I didn't have those feelings. But again, I don't live in that body. So I don't know. But I just feel like a lot of people underestimate the reality of Violence against black women in particular. I think if you're living in that body, and this is to take up, like, I don't, I didn't listen to that, mm-hmm. but like outside of white gaze, that body is something that is of danger to black women. Yeah. And that's just be for real about that. Right. Like, regardless of, take white gaze out of that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were added into it, but if you take that out of it, that is a body that is tied to being harmful to black women. Now, all body sizes can be but let you know right. like let's just be serious about that mm-hmm. like let's not lie about that let's not hide, put that under the rug mm-hmm. and if you feel that way maybe you should take that and do something with that right. rather than shrinking yourself and feeling like oh my god now i'm uncomfortable you need to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. that's what you yeah. need to feel and by that being a body that can or has been a danger to black women that is anybody that is any any physical body that is larger than a black woman or mm-hmm. anyone that feels that it can impose itself and use its size to abuse a black woman yeah. like that has happened that is a real thing um outside of white gays like you said yeah yeah that's something that like bitches die every day you know literally so i don't know but this was an interesting conversation mm-hmm. thanks for fucking with me thanks for seeing the movie okay. um <laughs> Okay. I wasn't planning on seeing it. Yeah. Thank you, yo. Yeah, I wasn't planning on seeing it. Um, if you all have thoughts on the movie that are critical thoughts and you've been doing your critical thinking, then you can Yeah, don't tag us in no fuck shit. Like I'm gonna be for real. Oh, here we go. <laughs> don't tag us in no fuck shit. Please. Okay. All right. I co sign that. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. <laughs> all right so we said we did a show so we did yeah, a we show did. um be sure to follow us on the social media we are on instagram and twitter at t with qj we are also on tumblr and facebook just search for t with queen and j there send us t-mail at t with queen and j at gmail.com and also go to our website t with queen and j.com and that is where you can donate give us the monies that's right we appreciate 
that all the time. Be sure that you are subscribed wherever you are listening to this podcast. Be sure that you are subscribed to this podcast. Be sure that you are rating and reviewing this podcast. We read all of those and we appreciate all of that good shit. Yes. That's everything? Mm-hmm. That's okay. everything. Hashtags right. Harriet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hashtag Harriet. Hashtag Harriet Tubman forever. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Say her name. Disability to white. Hashtag T with QJ. Hashtag in a whole uprising. Unpack BG. Bag ladies. Queer walk. Queer walk pod. Sexually liberated woman. Badge esteem. Mix vixen. Carefree black girl. Little juju. Critical thinking. This Ooh, word. Yeah, do it. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Janicia with production support from a black person named Ameka. Tea with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. Ow. Ow.